Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Decoding 40. Um, but for this episode, I'm here with my my guy. I feel like I fucked that intro up. I didn't even say who I was. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Did you? How many sips have you had so far? Um, this is like my second and a half glass, I think. Oh, I don't know. Because I, like I just kept filling it back up. So I don't, I don't really know. like this guy. Yeah. This guy's already at 100. Yeah. I don't really like this guy. Boom. Guess who stepped in the room? This is a new motherfucking intro. Because someone don't want their voice on the show. So now we have a new motherfucking intro. So sit back and enjoy the fucking show. Welcome to Decoding 40. Hello and welcome to another episode of Decoding 40. This is Alaric and I'm the host this week. And I am here with my main guy. What's up? You got your boy Vin in the building. Hope everybody's safe and chill out there. And this is your boy L. O. AKA the white supremacist nemesis. That's right. what's well, up. We changed it up a little bit this week. I went first before L did, but uh, you know, yeah, sometimes things get a little it, crazy it, in here. We could do it, whatever it, it the threw fuck me off we want there. But I, 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 I like change. I like change in this show. You had to do it's our show. We can do what we want. Yeah, we can do what we want. Keep, let's keep it spot. I do what I want. I do what I want. <laughs> Catch me outside. Well, we appreciate you joining us for another episode of Decoding Forty, which is uh, my favorite podcast, and I think it's yours. What's going on in your lives, fellas? Uh, what's going on with me? Uh, nothing much. I, I had a very good week. Yesterday was my wife's birthday. Uh, we had happy a great, birthday. great birthday. Happy, happy birthday. birthday. Yes, yes. You know, uh, as L knows, uh, he has himself a Taurus. So my little bull birthday was yesterday. We had a great time, man. We just hung out all day, you know, did our normal routine and just, you know, laughed and shit, you know. And we decided to get some uh, chocolates that were uh, supposed to be special chocolates. And they weren't so special. It really, the, the chocolates were delicious. Yo, that's what my wife said about <laughs> six o'clock as we lay there. She was like, womp, womp. This is Did you eat all the chocolates? Yes. Uh, it, well, I bought two chocolates. And mm -hmm. it was supposed to be, you know, each chocolate represented a certain amount of uh, you potency. Know, goodies. Potency. Mm-hmm. And apparently, like, I felt a little something, but I was like, this is some bullshit. You know what I mean? Luckily, I had weed to kind of like, <laughs> like, I kept smoking to try to, like, bring it over the edge, but mm. it just wouldn't. It was, it was just. Ugh. That reminded me of uh, the uh, D.L. Hughley joke when he says that he goes to church and everybody catches the Holy Ghost and then it just passes over him. And he's like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and 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 my and my wife kept saying, "Well, at least yours did." So I don't feel anything, and I was like, "Oh man, this is some bullshit." And I got the womp womp batch. So, did you go back to the chocolatier and tell him that these I have not done that? that okay, I have not done that as of yet because the person that I got it from doesn't deal in chocolates. Oh, he, mm. he referred. He got it from somebody else. Oh, 
that right. Willy Wonka is a tricky motherfucker. Yeah, Willy mm. Willy Wonka, that motherfucker, right? There was no golden ticket in my in my chocolate side shit. Wow. So it was some bullshit, but we did have a good time. We ordered in, we ate. Good. Um, she had a great time. And then today, did you get rid of the kid? No. Well, the kid came home about three o'clock from school. We were already kind of like, oh, amazing. this was an all day affair. It was all day. Afternoon affair. delight. I like it. Yeah, okay. Saying, Afternoon delight. Talk slow. Uh, Go on. She came, she came in. The, the child came home, and then you know she she's my child's name is fifteen years old. So she does goes in her room, whatever. And we were just kind of chilling in the room, having a good time. So that was yesterday. It was a great time. And then today, I bought her. And guys, we have to really do this spa. I sent my wife to this. I'm sorry. What you say? Spa. You you, you have you to say that we have to do it. We have to no. You have to understand this. There's this. It's a whole experience. It's like the massage. It's a it's a place in in Edgewater that it's like a whole facility where they have I'm, pools. I'm having trouble understanding what you're saying. Are you suggesting that the three of us go to the spa together? What's wrong with that? If we all went to the same place to get massages, I'm not saying we're gonna be in the same room. What, the, what, what is there a problem with that? Sounds weird. Sounds like it sounds East Village. Weird. Bathhouse. Yeah, this is very sad. No, no, no. No, no, no. You, no, no. See, no, you gotta understand. You gotta understand. See, you you're thinking, you're thinking seedy place. No, what I'm talking about, this place is like a three or four story facility that has pools, rooms, waterfalls, all types of shit. They got an outdoor pool, they got a cafeteria. It's really a nice place. I sent my wife there today for like a it's like a you get an hour massage and then you get an additional two hours of the facilities. So you can go into the pool. You Sounds nice, but I'm not going to a spa with my dogs. Really? So you have to go by yourself? Yeah. Oh, my wife. Okay. So you, you don't, you're not going there with some other person you might know. No, we can go to the bar and drink. So, so let me, <laughs> so let's just say <laughs> you go to the spa and you bump into me like, yo, Vin, what are you doing here? Are you I'm leaving. Vin? I'm leaving. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out. I'm I'm getting dressed and I'm out. This is some bullshit. Yeah, you should have told me you were gonna be here. I've seen enough. I'm gone. It's only one spa visit. And that's gonna be me. As a matter of fact, I'm walking in like, is Vin or Alaric here? <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> when you said that shit, I thought of um in Beverly Hills Cop. Oh, check! It's Axel Axel Foley, Rolling Stones magazine. <laughs> 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 no, it's under a different name. Nah, that nah, it's nothing wrong with that. I I don't know. Maybe that's I'm, I'm not. See, well, uh, you would okay. have to see the place that I'm talking about to understand. No, that, I'm I'm so big, totally like, willing to go see the place. I'm just totally not willing to be there while you're there. Okay, understand. <laughs> All, right. All right, so you know, I'm glad I he didn't doesn't want cucumbers on his eyelids with you. Yeah. Come on, roaming around. Nigga, I'm walking around in a white robe, trying to get my <laughs> zen on, and here you come. <laughs> here you go. <laughs> like stop. Yo, this place is nice, son. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you. I ate my cucumbers, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely no, thank you. Nah. So uh, I, I gave her. That was her birthday gift, and she came home with the biggest smile. And I'm oh, glad. I'm sorry. That just a down. just a point of clarity. Your wife went to the spa, and you did not go to the spa. No, it was a birthday gift for her. This accentuates my point. You you didn't even go with your wife. Why would you go with me? 
See, now you're making it sound like no, I'm, I'm not. I'm, not saying, I'm just saying going through the door together. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm talking about. I don't even want you in the building together. is what I'm saying. That's what I'm I don't saying, even want but... you in the building. I want you at home while I'm he there. He doesn't want me going down the street. <laughs> like, I better not even come in to ask for directions. Yeah. I, like, what are you doing GPS here? needs to my be spot on the day. other side of town. It's my spa day. Not exactly. yours. But go on. I'm glad she had a great time. But yeah. No, she had a great, she had a great time. Um, And, you know, she came on with the biggest smile on her face and she was glowing. She was like, you really got to go to this spot. She said the massage was great. Like, like putting elbows in her back and shit. Like, really go really happy ending. It'd be a happy ending for me. Like, there's nothing better than a deep tissue massage. If you haven't had one, man, you really have to get one. You ever had one before? I'm really deep messing tissue. with you right now. Were you about to say deep tit massage? Deep tissue massage. Tissue. Okay. <laughs> deep tit. This guy's a I don't like deep tissue massage. You don't? That like, shit's hurt. Nah. I remember but after, afterwards, don't you feel great? Nah, I felt like I got beat up. But later that night, don't you feel like, whoa, I really needed that? You know what I felt like? It felt like I went into a dark alley and I picked a fight with, <laughs> with gang members in, in, in fucking cut off jean jackets you with chains. Inside my blood or a crib. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, so oh, after man. this job, we were in San Diego. I'm mean, sorry, we were in Santa Barbara. They, and we in California. As a, Go on. As a treat. One of the producers paid for uh, the crew to get massages at the end of the job. And we went to this Asian massage parlor that was, it, it, it seemed, it was legit. Um, and they were going, they were going in. And I was like, I had to keep telling the dude like, ow, that fucking hurts. Take it easy. <laughs> And then that's, when that's I got the, up, I was, was like, oh, I'm supposed to leave here feeling better, aren't I? And I felt like he'd fuck me up. Yeah, it was a dude. Oh, man. See, that was a problem. I never, I, I don't want a man touching me. I'm, I'm yeah. going to say I would agree with you, but I did have a male masseuse. And I think I talked about it on the show before. It was actually a really good massage. That nigga kissed you on the cheek when it's over. <laughs> He might have, but I, that's that's neat to hear. He was like, he was like, he was like, thanks. <laughs> well, how else you gonna know it's over? How else you been drinking? <laughs> and rubbed your head and shit. <laughs> thanks again, Aladdin. <laughs> the pleasure was all mine, my friend. The pleasure was all the, mine. The, the best massage I ever had. It was actually on another job, and the woman that they sent to do the massage older woman i would say she's probably i was i think i was in my 30s so she was probably in her late 40s maybe 50 and yo it felt so good i was like yo she she cares about me mm. like this feels so good like you can't massage like this she really cares about me happy ending no 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 happy ending but okay. that was a refreshing massage that made me feel like I was floating above the table. Mm. It so didn't for the record, hurt. She didn't really care about you if there was no happy ending. But she did not. <laughs> oh. <laughs> she didn't. But I didn't try to tip her. I don't know. I didn't try to tip her, so I don't know. Oh, oh well that was about it. But, but I was I was I was in my thirties. I didn't want a fifty year old hand job. Why not? <laughs> no. I wouldn't want that. <laughs> Listen, I, I had a really, really good foot massage one time. I went to a, a spot in uh, Hoboken. Listen, this woman, like my, 
that's true what they say about the feet like that it's attached to all the nerves in your body yo my i felt like jelly when i left out of that spot and no there wasn't a happy ending <laughs> that was you <laughs> i was happy to have my feet rubbed I, for, as well the as way you preface that story i thought you were going a totally different direction so as she's jerking me off no it wasn't anything <laughs> no, like i that. thought she was gonna be like she hit the nerve and i started to pre-ejaculate <laughs> She said, I get a happy ending and hit the nerve in my foot. No, you fucking ass, man. All right. Anyways, and that's, that's, that, let, let's, let, let's keep it moving. Um, yeah. yeah, so that that's basically it. So uh, shout out to my wife, and she had a happy birthday. And other than that, it's been a, you know, quiet week. We finally got some good weather today, and that's it. Yeah, it was beautiful today. Mm-hmm. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is your boy, L.O.Dot, and wanted to invite you to give us a call at 619-940-4040. Just give us a shout out, give us a call, and let us know how you hate the show, how you love the show, or how you're indifferent to the show. Either way, we would love to hear from you. Just give us a call. This is Dakota 40. So, first up, I've got some complaints. Oh, uh uh-oh. Yeah, and I got a big, I got a big fuck you. You're trash. Oh, this is really starting good. You are absolute trash for the CVS on Notion Avenue in Brooklyn. Let's go. CVS. That's like going into a crack store. I think the C stands for crack. But go ahead. Yeah, I think it does. Apparently, it does. I didn't know. (laughs) So my daughter has asthma and she has allergies. She also was diagnosed with COVID last week. So the combination of all of these things made it pretty difficult for her Mm. in terms of she's coughing, she's sneezing. Like she didn't have any symptoms after being diagnosed with COVID at all. But Mm. on Sunday, um, it was really nice weather. You know, we had them outside and they were playing because we still are isolating because of the the COVID diagnosis. So they went in the backyard and they were playing. And she laid out in the grass. And if you have allergies, mm-hmm. you're very familiar that right now is like high season for pollen and and yep. and dander and hay fever and, and and dandelions, all that shit. And she laid in the grass and all that shit. <laughs> Yo, I just, <laughs> I like just imagine here. like the fucking pollen just like let's get it right like I, I had a i had a picture of her doing angels in the grass and the pollen yeah. <laughs> with yes. the pollen just flying up yeah. in the air yeah into your nose young <laughs> oh my god yeah so she she's she was having trouble with coughing and, and sneezing runny nose all that stuff we decided to take her to the pediatrician and the pediatrician she has a, a, a asthma pump but we didn't have this. There's a tube that's like a delivery device for for kids that helps them take it, take it deeper into their lungs. Mm-hmm. It's just like a little mask that fits over their face, and you and you spray it into it. She prescribed that, so I was like, okay, I'm gonna go to the send it to my local pharmacy, and I'll, I'll go pick it up. Mm-mm. So I waited until my wife got home, and then I said, all right, I'm gonna run over to the to the pharmacy and go pick it up. And I get there, it's probably about. 10 minutes after seven. So I'm waiting to speak to, uh, waiting in line to go to pick up whatever, five minutes. I get up there and they're like, oh, we don't have that. Talk to the pharmacist. So now you got to go on another line where you're going to consultation. So I'm waiting on that line. 
there's an older gentleman who's apparently got a lot of medications he has to talk about. I was trying not to ear hustle. That's for my sore get- foot. <laughs> you had one. <laughs> that's, that's, my, that's, that's, my other that's for my arthritis. <laughs> yeah, that shit. Oh my God. It's like, it's like, I don't know what's worse, that dude or the dude playing numbers. <laughs> so it's definitely the dude playing numbers. Oh my god! Because <laughs> he's playing for the whole for everybody at the job. Exactly at the job <laughs> and at the church. Yeah, yeah. At church. Oh man! So that dude eventually gets finished, and uh, I go up and I speak to the pharmacist, and I you know explain you know what whatever they don't have the so he looks up in the computer. He's like, oh, okay, I found it. You'll have to come back and get this tomorrow. And I'm like. Why? You it's not even you don't even have to bottle this shit. It's already in a box. You just have to get the box off the shelf, put it in a bag, and I'm gonna take it. Why do mm-hmm. I gotta come back tomorrow? So I'm like, you you realize what this is for, and this is for a five-year-old, right? Because I had to give mm-hmm. you the date of birth for you to find who this is for. Mm-hmm. And he's like, Oh, okay. I, I guess I'll I'll expedite it. Expedite what, nigga? Just gotta lift your arm off to, to the shelf. That's it. Or or down. Maybe it's on a lower shelf. I don't know. And Maybe down. The pick up the shit. He might have to go in the back. He might have to go in the back and get it. That's an extra two he, minutes. Well, he, he's telling me that there's people in front of me and that they, they're about to close. There's other prescriptions ahead of you. I'm like, you don't even have to bottle the shit. Just fucking yeah. go pick it up. Mm-hmm. Whatever. I didn't curse him. I just wanted to get the thing and get out of there. So now he's like, okay, give me 15 minutes. I don't know why it's going to take 15 minutes, but all right, I'm going to give you 15 minutes. This so is I wait 15 minutes, minutes on top of the 30 minutes that you've already been there. Yeah. So now I wait 20 minutes, right? He, he asked for 15, but I get, he, he said, I waited for 20. He gave him an, an, another five. Call my name. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They call my name. I go up there getting ready to, get the prescription. Uh, we don't have the right size. Uh, you have to come back on Wednesday. This was on a Monday. I s- what? Why? I was dumbfounded at that point. Like, I didn't even know what to say because <laughs> I wanted to spit. I wanted to knock everything off the counter all at the same time because now, because now it's five minutes to closing for every right. pharmacy at CVS. Right. So I can't even go to another seat. I can't even call the doctor's office and say, can you extend it to another one? And I'll go pick it up there because now it's it's five minutes to five minutes to eight. I just turn and I walk out because if I made eye contact with him a second time, I don't know. I probably would have knocked something off the counter. I just Mm. turned around. I walked out of there and immediately got in the car and started tweeting (laughs) how trash this CVS is. If you go on my Twitter, at Alaric Photo, all, all of my tweets are complaints. Whether I was complaining about TSA, whether I was complaining about Priceline, all of those things suck. <laughs> but, you know, yeah, that, that's line, what I do. Yes. That's the only thing I use Twitter for, is to com- complain, because they respond, because they don't want anything to catch fire, except I, I CVS has not responded. Yo, I'm bugging you. Your Twitter you feed is hilarious. <laughs> Yo, you got what never, the hell happened to the shy? Did Lena Waithe peace out? <laughs> oh, I don't know if anybody saw the last season, but it I went didn't watch to the last shit. season. Uh, it went to shit. 
<laughs> Such a great show went to shit. Oh my god! All right, but that's horrible. So, okay, did she eventually get the medicine? I, I had to go to another CVS. This is there is one CVS that's twenty four hour pharmacy that's actually closer to that's no no it's not closer to my house, but it's not that far. It's not that far uh, out on out on Kings Highway, and it's twenty four hours. And they had it. Oh, I don't know. The pharmacist was super helpful. And mm -hmm. and here's the other thing about that pharmacy on Parkside and Nostrand Avenue. It's always a mess. Mm -hmm. And nobody seems to give a shit. And that's the other thing that I was complaining about. It's like, it's in a black neighborhood. It's in a predominantly black neighborhood for now in Brooklyn, because you can't really hold space for too long in Brooklyn before gentrification shows itself. Perfect. But it's in a predominantly black neighborhood. And why is it in this condition? Why does it look like this? Why am I getting this type of service? Because if I was on Ninth Avenue, or if I was on Ninth Street and Fifth Avenue, this was not going to happen. It's not right. going to look like this because somebody's checking to make sure that the proper service is being given. Let me but, ask you a question. Um, th that particular one, is everything yeah. locked up? Um, not everything. Like is the deodorant uh, behind it, a lock? Oh, yeah. Is it yeah. shit like that? Deodorant, the deodorant, deodorant is behind a lock? Or is it like yeah. the allergy drugs and... So, well, the some, deodorant some and spots, allergy they, drugs. Some deodorant, spots are locked really? up. Yes. Yeah. I, I ask that because there's a Rite Aid, Walgreens, or whatever the fuck. They, they, they're all the same, right? Pick a name, they're there, right? In my neighborhood, I stopped going to this one because I walk in there one day and this guy is like, literally putting all these security gates on everything. And I look at the dude, I said, well, what are you guys doing? You, you're covering up like insignificant shit, just like the whole lock. And and, and if you touch mm. it, the alarm goes off. I said, why are you doing that? Oh, well, all of them, uh, all of the CVS or all of the Rite Aids or whatever. I said, that's not true. I said, if I go down to Jersey, downtown Jersey City in a white neighborhood, it's not going to look like this. Well, I'm just putting up the gate like, you know, I'm, and I wasn't really like trying to fuck with him, but it was he you work at the store. He he had the right age shit on. And I'm like, why is it like you said, Rick, why is it in our neighborhood? It's all fucked up. But you go to other neighborhoods. It's not like that. You know what I mean? And it's everything on the lock and key. You got to get a fucking uh, to get a pack of cigarettes. You got to go through like 18 IDs. And it's ridiculous. I the, the hashtag I left on that on that tweet was <laughs> respect black dollars. They're 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 mm -hmm. happy to extract black dollars from the neighborhood, mm -hmm. but they don't actually want to give it the respect that's due. Because I'm sure that I'm sure that CVS is making a lot of money because there aren't a lot of big chain drugstores in the area. There's there's a Rite Aid a few blocks away, but it's it's far enough away that if you live in this area, mm -hmm. that's where you're gonna go. But never again will I go to that CVS, and I'm actually probably not going to go to CVS anymore. I'm going to try to find a local a local pharmacy, which I haven't done before, only because sometimes you got to get a uh, you got to get a, a prescription late and a lot of these little pharmacies aren't open late. But mm -hmm. I'm going to try to I'm going to try to have them as a secondary and use them when whenever possible and mm -hmm. you know fuck CVS. That's a dope idea. That's a yeah. dope idea. But, um, you know, I'm back in New York. I was in uh, Flintstone, Maryland, and uh, happy to be home. The weather is great. New York is finally feeling like, you know, just just a T-shirt. 
Mm-hmm. You don't have to wear a jacket if you don't want to. It's optional. But I think you still yep. got to wear your mask. If oh, not for, sure. for COVID, for the pollen. <laughs> um, I, this is the first time. Uh, well, it's not the first time, but I'm I'm experiencing allergies and I haven't had it severely before. But it's and it's not it's a, a coughing. It's just like you get a little tickle in your throat. And I know that, you know, that's what it is. A little sneeze, snot rockets, but yeah, this this pollen is not. What's wild is that it seems like people's allergies are kicked back in this year, but for the last couple mm-hmm. of years, they really haven't been active. People in the house, yeah, because yeah, we haven't been outside. I think the trees got stronger while we weren't looking. Clearly, us <laughs> humans outside we got stronger over the years. Some motherfuckers is lifting weights. <laughs> them niggas come back outside and Potter's fucking them up, son. I'm making mad Potter's, son. Yeah, the fucking listen. You don't want to fuck with me. But you know what's what's true, and I know you see it, Rick, because you have a your car is dark blue or purple. It's like a yeah, like a dark color. Not My today. Car, car is black. My shit is like green from the all yeah. the fucking pollen and residue on the car, man. When you when I put the yeah. windshield wipers on the fluid, it's just mm. like a stream of it. It's everywhere. It's bad. You know, I um, thought about going to the car wash today, but then I was like, no, it'll be back tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. But you know what? You I got to wait for the rain. I bought a duster. Oh, shit. Yeah. You Jamaican now. Yeah. yeah. Wait, a you duster just... for the car? He, yeah. yeah. He'd be in the parking lot just dusting the shit. <laughs> He's that dude. <laughs> Don't be I that haven't used it. Don't be that guy. Don't be that guy. Hold up. He's going to be yeah. that guy because his, his wife will be at Target. And he's not gonna want to go in. And he's gonna be out, and he's gonna be in out the parking lot. Like, Fuck it! I got my duster. Let me dust my shit. I got time. I got time. <laughs> he'll be having. A, he'll be playing oldies like old. I was gonna say, old he's, gonna, reggae. he's gonna have the best of the '90s reggae playing loud. Stone, stone, was it Stone something? What is it? Stone International. Stone Love. Stone Love International. <laughs> Tape playing. Yeah. Notice I said tapes. Yeah, he's gonna, have, he, he's gonna have it hooked up somehow with tapes and shit. Oh, don't be that Man. guy. Yeah, I'm gonna be that guy. Oh. Socks and sandals. Damn, a little bit, a little bit. Just right, we got to we got to get Rick the uh, the a size. What size shoot you like eleven? <laughs> no, I'm a size ten. You size? You gotta you give me a size ten. No, I get you a size ten. Jesus Christ sandal, the the, the old the <laughs> ones. So when you put over your black, over your black socks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> It ain't it ain't working if you ain't got the socks on. You gotta have the black socks on. That's what it is. Up to the knee. And cargo shorts. Uh-huh. For real, for real. That's my check-in. Uh what's going on with you, L? Dakota Forty, the hilarious Cody Podcast. Come join Vinny, Alaric, and Leon as we give you a glimpse into what men really think and drink. This podcast is not for the state of heart, but it's guaranteed to have you in stitches. This is a trigger warning. If you're sensitive about anything, you've been warned, bitch-ass niggers. Okay, there you go. Decoding 40. So I was going to just keep it brief, but you um, actually triggered a few things in my mind. So I've, I've told you about my issues at the local Whole Foods. Several times I've wanted to tell the management, like, you are clearly not treating the clientele here properly because if I go to the one on 96th street or any one that's in Westchester or downtown, the line is not this long. 
primarily because they have self-checkouts. But apparently the one in Harlem did not have self-checkouts. I could never understand why it didn't happen. At all? At all. So finally. Checking out. Right. I guess the the, the, the thought was that people would be stealing more. Mm -hmm. So anyway, finally, a couple of weeks ago, we finally got self-checkout stations. So I'm very excited. It's going very well. The first couple of times I've gone through, I'm like, boom, this is beautiful. I'm in and out of Whole Foods like in 20 minutes. That's unheard. Is that when you started stealing? That is exactly when I started stealing. <laughs> so, uh, no, I didn't start stealing. But, baby, I got two hams. <laughs> what happened was, I went I went one day on a weekend. And, you know, with for self-checkout, you can, if you're there on a the line, you can just walk to the station and just check yourself out. Yeah. But I get there and there's three people standing online and I'm like, why are you all standing here? So I see a white gentleman talking to a black woman. So I'm thinking they're wrapping up a conversation by the time I arrive. So I'm like, okay, cool. I'm going to let them finish their conversation. She'll go check herself out. He'll go check. But she goes... And he stands there and there's another white woman in front of me. So I say to myself, all right, either I can just stand here and be pissed off or I can say something to them. So I decide to say something to them. I say, hey, you guys realize this is self-checkout. Why are you standing here? Because they're open stations. So the woman turns to me and she says, well, the woman that works here says that we have to wait. Wait for what? Well, yeah, I'm like, that kind of defeats the purpose of a self-checkout. So so the woman is apparently told them that she's the only person working in that station, so they have to wait. Meaning you self-checkout and I watch you? Right. So I'm, I'm saying to myself, all right, this doesn't sound right. So as we're talking, she eventually comes back and lets the two of them go to a station. There's another station that's open and I'm I start walking to that station. She says, could you could you wait a moment? Because there's only one. Per- I'm the only person here. So I say to her, no, there, there's a station open. This is what self-checkout is. Yeah. What do I need you for? Right. Like, why, why am I waiting for you? So she says, because I just in case I need to help you. I'm like, you're probably not going to need to help me. So I keep walking towards the station. And she asked me again to wait for one second. So I, I look at her. And then she looks back at me and then she goes, okay, you can go. And I'm saying to myself, <laughs> you gave her the right is, look. Yo, yo, this is like, a, this is straight Larry David. Yo, yeah, you have like, the most Larry David shit happening to you all the time. <laughs> like, that's a, that's a, that's I'm a like, scene. Miss, what are you doing? Like, and, and the funny thing out. was she wound up leaving and another guy took her place. And I was just saying to myself, I don't think she understands what self-checkout means. Maybe and that was her I first think, day. I think it was her first day there, and they probably so- told her that, "Hey, you want to make sure that you're, you know, giving adequate support to customers." Mm-hmm. And she probably took it upon herself to say, "I can only accommodate eight customers at a time," even though there's like sixteen stations. So I check out. I'm like, boom. It's like whatever. But you know, shout out to Whole Foods in Harlem for finally providing more expedient service. So with that, I think I've talked about before, there's a a project that is happening in my neighborhood that would call for the uh, development of two super large skyscraper type buildings 
in my build mm. in, in my neighborhood on my block as a matter of fact or at least down a block from me which would essentially block the sun from my entire complex this has been going back and forth. Thankfully, we have a, a a city board member who has been very vigilant in trying to stop this project and has been calling these developers out at every turn. But it is just wild that they are literally trying to force this project. And the funny thing is, everybody who is against this project lives in Harlem. Everybody mm-hmm. for this project does not live in Harlem. And they keep wow. saying, this would be a great project for Harlem. And everybody in Harlem is like, yeah, no, it wouldn't be. Because one, you keep calling it affordable housing, but it turns out that the average income in Harlem is about $45,000 per year. The average rent in this project is around sixteen to 2500 So that's, that's, it's somewhere in, the, in there. So in order to afford that, and a lot of these are like, they were like either studios or single bedrooms. So they're not even a catering towards actual families with two or three bedrooms. Right. The comedy, and I saw this when they, when I'm, I'm watching, because we were, we, my wife and I were watching the, uh, the city uh, hearing. I saw the, 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 the drawing, the, the rendering, and it showed all of the affordable housing on one portion of the building, which is facing the avenue. Everything yeah. else was market price. And there was another uh, city board member who was on the call who essentially called out the fact that this was segregation in real time. You have all of the quote-unquote affordable housing in one section of the building. So it was the right. poor door. The fact that these de- developers are like, Oh, no, no, no. It's cool. Don't worry about it. Like, they're cool with that. Everybody wants to be close with people that they uh, connect with. Yo, they try to they try to do the same thing uh, downtown. No, downtown Manhattan. Sorry. Ten years ago, a friend of mine won the lottery for affordable housing. It was in this high rise luxury building. I think it was at 20. I think it was on 26th Street West Side. And the developer, they wanted to have two doors. Yes, I remember this. One for the poor side. (laughs) (laughs) And one for the side that where people were paying market rent with the amenities. Like the people on the poor side had none of the amenities. No, you couldn't go to the gym, parking or dog walk or wherever the fuck else they had. You can't. Trump was doing that. They they had an enclave for the market rate where you could drive up and then you can, you know, have uh, the uh, uh, what do you call it? The, uh, the carts that could help you oh, take your yeah. personal belongings up to your apartment. The, the None of that for the oh, poor yeah. side. Yeah, no, not for the poor's. They, <laughs> they 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 couldn't they couldn't actually do that because I think the city council was like, you can't do that. Yeah, eventually shot it, shot it down. I, yeah, they were doing something like that at Trump's at Trump's buildings because yeah, I you're had right. A cousin absolutely. Who lived there, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And she signed, uh, I think it was like a six, seven year lease or whatever it was. And she got it for a very low price. And they had their own entrance. Like they couldn't use some of the amenities because they didn't have certain access. Like your ID was basically get you you the elevator and go up to your room or to your apartment. (laughs) But you couldn't use any of the amenities. And they they did that shit. It was like like it was nothing. And and to move in there, you had to have a headshot and everything. Wow. 
I can understand having the if, if you're paying extra for the amenities, just like a, a parking space in Manhattan. Like you don't you don't just get in a building and you get a parking space for free. Like that's just going to cost. So if they have to run a gym or they have to run, you know, the the, the public space that you can rent or you can borrow for uh, for an event. I can understand that if you can't, if you may not get access to that, or you got to pay more to get access to the gym where the other ones get it included because they're paying a higher rate. I can understand that, but I can't walk in the same door as you. Right. No. I'm not as human as you. I'm sorry. Who are you? Your wristband is is yellow. That is so bizarre in terms of thinking that that, but I mean, this gets into what we're going to talk about later is that there is a sense of dehumanizing people where Mm. they can get whatever treatment that they get. This is very bizarre thinking. Yeah, CVS, this is what you're doing, sons of bitches. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. If you can't accept or appreciate the fact that a parent is trying to get some needed uh, or a needed prescription for their child. Device, anything. Right. Like, what are we doing? It's ridiculous. So, yeah. So we, but yeah, the other piece was, um, which I was originally going to talk about, was I, I was in some meetings. Yes, we're recording this on a Tuesday, but I was in some meetings on Monday morning and, you know, folks walked into, or we, we were all on uh, Zoom and they were like, hey, how was your weekend? And I was like, my weekend wasn't good. You know, people got killed in Buffalo and they look like me. And it was sort of like, oh, well, yeah. Oh. <laughs> uncomfortable white person yeah. in the room so and and i i told him that i just wasn't feeling it and i was uh particularly affected by the news because i i i am tired i am um i'm over the fact that black people were just being targeted and and being gaslit at the same time suggesting that it's not as bad as we think it is mm-hmm. yeah but we can talk about that in the next segment how about that I'm Leon and I'm done speaking. (laughs) What's good, people? This is Alaric. If you like the show, then make sure you subscribe to Decoding 40 on IG, Facebook, YouTube, TikTok, Twitter, Tumblr, Reddit, um, Tumblr. Did I say Tumblr? Fluor. That's new. It's brand new. Just came out. Fluke, Etsy, Pinterest, Friendster, Hamster, (laughs) X-Hamster. Oh, wait, that's my private account. Don't follow that. This weekend was, I don't know if it set records, but it certainly was a very active weekend for, for um, mass shootings. It was four mm-hmm. this weekend. And, and, and mass shootings, not necessarily meaning that um, they were politically motivated or that they were, you know, school shootings or stuff like that, but more than four targets is considered a mass shooting. Um, and, and I think they're tracking this stuff basically because of gun proliferation. But we have to talk about Buffalo because what happened in Buffalo was completely shocking and alarming and um, quite scary. People were doing nothing but going about their daily lives. Living their lives was the thing that offended this piece of shit so much that he wanted to take their lives. I don't know what else to say. Like, no place is safe. Churches, supermarkets, this son of a bitch, gas stations, schools, outside. What's crazy is this 
And it's and it's and and when you when you break down a lot of these psychopaths, especially the ones that do these racially motivated shootings, it's how methodical they are. Like this son of a bitch searched by zip code who had the highest black population, and he drove two hundred miles from Binghamton to Buffalo to this particular supermarket to do what he did. I don't I don't know. I, I know me personally. Because I'm a gun owner and I know what these things do. And I don't know what these things do in the sense that I've never shot anybody with it. But I know what they're capable of doing. How loud they are. How fast those bullets move. By the time the sound comes out the barrel, you're already hit. 1,350 feet per second. That can go through a store in a just like that. You can be fucking 10 aisles away in the bread aisle and get hit. And that's the crazy thing. And this cocksucker was going around picking his victims. Mm-hmm. He was going from aisle to aisle, picking out his victims. If you were black, you were dead. He shot an 86-year-old woman. I mean, it doesn't get any sicker than that. And Actually, then, it does. You know, And I'm going to just say the sicker, the sicker part is someone who does that gets treated with child gloves mm-hmm. and is escorted to prison as if, <laughs> again, like we talked about a couple of weeks ago, maybe last week, he just stole a bag of Doritos. Mm. Mm. Damn. He got treated better. He got treated better. This is bizarre. Yeah. Role how crazy, how, and if, how crazy is better. that? We have to start thinking in terms that mm. this is intentional behavior. I just want to say, just in case you didn't, hear the show week before last we were talking about a situation with a police officer and an eight-year-old child who was alleged to have stolen a bag of potato chips physically abused by a police officer and for sure over policed but that's what we're referring to i just think about the fear of that situation and and, and, you know being in a situation when there's gunfire around man that's the it's just horrible and i was catching um the elderly woman, the 86-year-old woman who was killed, her sons and her children were very, very that. well-to-do. I, or, or not, I won't say well-to-do, but just um, in good places. Like, she right. raised good boys and good right. children, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And I was listening to the son speak. You listen to him, you get choked up because, fuck, man. He, I mean, she was 86. You telling me she lived 86 years for this? Right. Mm. Like that's and everything he that, said was spot on. What are we supposed to do with this anger? Mm-hmm. We pray. We do everything right. We we live good lives. We li- we we become good citizens and we still have to deal with this. How dare you? Because of the color of my skin, because you have some warped sense of being be, being being eviscerated from this planet? You know, it, it's it's scary because th- this guy he he learned all this shit off the internet. This is what kills me, right? The weapon that he bought it's not a cheap weapon. This is not a $5 gun. This motherfucker spent a good $1,000 on that gun. Where the fuck did he get $1,000 from? He's he's an 18-year-old kid. You tell this, me he saved up all his money. He had, like he he was a and he's 18. Like so much hate at 18 years old. This is what I'm saying. We have we have to and this I'm I'm really having to deal with this on my own is we have to stop thinking that or we have to start thinking in terms of there is real hate. There's a real present danger for us. 
it is no longer in our history books or our nonfiction uh, recollections and memoirs. This is real. This is happening. HD, nigga, every day. Every day. I'm this only going to dispute. Real quick, real quick, the, quick. The, this the is realness the of it because it's not real because I don't want to let the Tucker Carlson's off the hook because they've created this reality, which isn't real, where black people are a threat to you and your way of life. We have that's been the, victims. I hear what you're saying, but that's well, not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the, I, I, there's a real and present danger to black the, the people. The danger is real. Absolutely. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. When I, when I was talking about the when I'm talking about the Tucker Carlson's and the you're, you're talking about the, 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 the substance, the, the, the yeah, thing because that this, they're, this they're is these, these are the things that are motivating right. these killers. Right. These are the things that are motivating these people that that the motivating this hate. This is what's moving it forward is this idea that we are somehow a threat to their way of life or your living. But the entire time that we have been on this continent, you've been threatening us. You've been threatening Native Americans. You've been threatening Asians. You've been threatening. You've Other been threatening whites. every every non-white person. Not even non-white. White, white Anglo-Saxon it's been, Protestant. It's been Jewish. It's been Irish. It's been Polish. Yeah. I don't count most Jews as being white. No, but I'm I'm saying the threat has been yes. constant. Yes. And, and and the evolution of who's white has only been attributed to how do we get more people on our yes. side Absolutely. to be able to otherize those who don't look as white as we do. This happening, what we just saw, or what's been happening, what's going to continue to happen at this point, uh, what happened in Buffalo is the main reason why we do need quote unquote critical race theory to be taught because motherfuckers have to understand you you have to with learning you 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 somewhat you should become compassionate just like you can become a fucker you can be radicalized on watching something on the internet you can be taught there's a different way and if that becomes the norm in society people start to think differently but they don't want that to happen obviously they want this shit to happen they want they want to continue this racial strife they want to continue the murder. They want they. This is good for business. He, he, it's absolutely good for business. It's good for business. It's good for media. It's the, good for gun sales. It's good for everything. They don't give a the, fuck. The power in this country is structured so that white supremacy is the rule. Anything that threatens that, because they don't. This kid doesn't have the power. This kid doesn't have the money. So they use him to accomplish their goal. Their birth rates are declining. Races are mixing. White will eventually become the minor minority in this country. That's what they're afraid of because that threatens their power structure. I mean, if, if you can imagine this country being black and brown, Republicans would never win another election. Now, now, what is that? What is that threaten for them? And they're so hypocritical and full of shit. They, they they had the nerve to call Black Lives Matter a terrorist organization, right? Right. New York Times came out with a statistic today. Between 2012 and today, 55% of political violent murders in this country are committed by white supremacists. But they don't have the same gusto in going at white supremacist organizations that are literally murdering people rather than having the idea 
that a black life is just as valuable as yours. That is a terroristic threat to them. The idea that we we are as valuable. We have to appreciate the fact that this is a clear and present danger to us. And it's not, it's no longer about either some theoretical or something that we have to banny around and like, well, maybe, maybe it is a threat to us. This is real. That white people are being radicalized to think and to want to kill black people. And I think perpetuate this sense of fear in order to protect whatever they perceive as the value of whiteness and white privilege. Jane Elliott comes to mind when when she asked the question, if it is not so bad to be a minority in this country, would you trade places with a black person? And what's happening is if white people are unwilling to don't want to accept the reality of being a minority in this country, what is it that they're so afraid of? Because if everything is equal and there's equanimity across the board, then it wouldn't matter. But if you understand that there is a difference between what it means to be a black person or brown person in this country and you're unwilling to take that position, then you know for a fact that you are contributing to propping up and propagating this system of whiteness Mm -hmm. and and white uh, supremacy. Oppression is one thing, and it is a slower form of our murder, but the threat of of you, you going to church with the Dylan Roof case or just going to the supermarket and you could be gunned down simply Man, you because you're going for a black. jog. You're not, you're not really understanding how you, right. you're really not understanding how fucked up that is because the whole purpose of that act was not to equalize the amount of black people to white people. It was to terrorize us, exactly. those that are left and living so that we are in fear for our lives. That was the only purpose of that. And this is why I say the message is clear. When someone like that can be removed from the situation without any harm. And the crazy thing is, is that there was a guard there with a gun. He was an ex-police officer, black Mm man. Right. And when the guy came in, he unloaded on him, but he had on body armor. So it did nothing. (laughs) So obviously he shot the guy to death. So when the police got there, he came out with a gun to his head. Now, I don't understand how he wasn't riddled with bullets at that point. Like, you I just got a call. You just, you just got a this, fucking call that he just went on a rampage with an AR-15 Bushmaster, and you come in there talking about, let's talk him down? This is why I got so upset when you guys were talking about the Ryan um, Coogler thing with the bank. Police are making a decision of how they respond in certain situations. Because if someone is saying that there is an active shooter at a location and that person leaves unharmed, there's something wrong here. Well, there have been situations where there have been calls about suspicious black people. And if they come in blazing, that just means more dead us. So if you if they come in assessing the situation, but being cautious, I'm OK with that assessing the situation. But when they come in blazing, that means more dead us. And I'm not down for that. In that situation, but I'm just saying that we have to acknowledge that the police are in on it. 
I I I acknowledge that. I watched I watched the 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 clips that they kept running on CNN because they kept running these same two clips over and over and over again. Not one black officer, not one black officer in all those clips mm. that I saw. Maybe there's more, but I didn't no, see. I, I didn't I, see only clips one. I saw were two police of two white police officers. That's 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 all I saw, and some that were were, were holding back the crowd. Oh right, right, right. All, all white, all, yeah. all white officers, right. and. There are there are some there was some I'm, I I didn't see it on camera, but I know in my heart there was some high fives. There was some high fives. There was some pat on the back. I know it. I know it. Yeah, because if, if you if you if you're looking for, if you're looking for clan members in New York State, you, oh you got to go you got to go upstate. Mm-hmm. But I I want to say Binghamton when it came to the KKK in New York is one of those towns where it was a very large percentage or why does that why does Binghamton and KKK for some reason ring out to me I I would have to I have to look that up but it's something about that town like there being a lot of activity with the KKK up there in that area specifically it was the headquarters for the KKK okay so there you go this motherfucker lived in in, in the. He lived in the base, nigga. He was on the Death Star in Binghamton. They trivialize this shit sometimes. Oh, well, you know, he didn't get enough hugs and, you know, and, you know, he's probably insane. He had to be insane to do that. No, he wasn't. No, he wasn't. He, he, he fucking planned this shit out, run, writes a fucking 400 page manifesto and all this other dumb shit. But, and, and, and now they try to, they, they, now they want to find out, well, why did he do it? He wasn't, was he not hugged? What what happened with his parents? They they all this other shit. They want to humanize this fucking cocksucker. Exactly. And Teray to, to um had a great had a brilliant uh post on IG that talked about how um the infantilizing white perpetrators, particularly eight, 18, and how the AP wire put out he was a white teenager. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But when Mike Brown situation went down. He was a black man, mm-hmm. both 18. Yep. So you are adultifying black men because that makes them more in control of their agency. But then mm-hmm. the, the narrative now is, as you were saying, Vin, maybe he was mentally impaired or yeah. he was suffering from. We do not want to accept white violence in America. Mm-hmm. And and I, I told you guys, I, I go back and forth. Well, I used to go back and forth with this white guy who told me that racism ended in the 60s. So whatever you guys are talking about right now is just, you know, one offs. But we don't want, but they don't want to acknowledge that there is a, a real systematic attempt to kill people that look like us. You know, Malcolm, Malcolm I, I said the best. Malcolm said it the best. I'm paraphrasing what he said, but basically they'll have us looking like we're the perpetrators and they're the victims in the news media. Yeah. Like that, that's the crazy shit. And, and I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think that I, I honestly don't think that they're trying to kill us. Like, Oh, remove us. Absolutely. I, I, think I, I don't think that, I don't think that they want us to remove us from the earth. I think that they want to contain us in a certain position. No. As long I, I as, 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 as long as we are underfoot and we are under their control, they're fine with it. You can no. be. I think we've moved beyond that. 
think yeah, I, I think I think there's levels to this shit. I think there's levels to this shit, and I think that you have the supremacists like this motherfucker in Buffalo. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. You have people I, who I, think I, like I'm, you. You have people who think like you. They're Republicans. <laughs> they're well, senators, I, right? See, I don't because I, I don't I don't think that this white supremacist. I don't think he represents the system. I I think he. I don't think he's a representative of the system. The dark, I think he's, he's an extreme system. He's the extreme of our experience here, but the, he only brought death quickly. But everything else in this system wants to keep us in a place. White supremacy can't exist without something beneath it. It's, a, it's like a pyramid. That's why is, uh, America and capitalism, that's, uh, that's why American capitalism has been so successful because they've exported all of this exploitation. When it wasn't making enough here, they exported it around the world. But the point of white supremacy is to maintain that power, but they have to have power over something. Right, but here's Our music, where... Here, here is they, where... they like the culture that we bring, they like the art that we bring, but they don't love us. Okay, this is what I'm. So they want to enjoy those things, but they don't necessarily imagine if they removed it. That's the point. This is the 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 craziness of the psychosis. They no longer understand that they need that to prop them up. And I think the sickness is that they will destroy the thing that actually they feel like elevates them in in an attempt to keep themselves in a higher or in their mind the higher part of the hierarchy. It's the same thing with the, I think what's happening with the abortion rights. The Republicans have been trying and been vying for this control federally for decades. Mm -hmm. And now they essentially are going to get it, it looks like. Mm -hmm. But now that they've gotten it, what next? They no longer have this carrot to put in front of their base. And I think white people will continue to perpetuate this structure, this white supremacy, to the detriment of their own existence. I, I, I think they, you're absolutely right. And that, that doesn't, that, that's that doesn't what I'm saying. Mean, like, that doesn't mean our genocide. That doesn't mean that they want to remove us. I think it does. Because yeah. you, you will kill off the thing in fear of it taking over you, only to find that, one, you can't kill off this thing. It's, it's, two, more, it's more like... It's more like trim the herd. Fear is how they've managed to maintain the positions that they've maintained. Whether it was fear of not having access, fear of death, fear of whatever fears were instilled in us from the time that we were brought across the Middle Passage. That's how they kept us in place. It's never been about we want to completely annihilate them. I agree. I think, but this is what I'm saying. In this place, when you and have don't people in control who are trying to manipulate situations or maintain control, they will violate their own structure and their own and 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 contribute to their own demise. It's like a motherfucker so hungry he eats his own arm off. Exactly, because because they are forgetting about boundaries. And what I'm saying is when you look at the police officers who are coddling people who are murdering people, that to Why? me is a very clear example of the system taking care of people who are doing their dirty work. 
Yes. But then what is their what is their work? To keep us in fear. That is their work. You can, can I, you imagine in a, in a democratically run city with a democratic mayor, a democratic city council, we have a democratic governor, a democratically controlled uh, state senate. How is it we have not taken any action against police sanctioned violence? Because the system How is that? That was a rhetorical question. <laughs> how is that not how is that not changed in New York state? Because they need that structure to exist, us to exist, but they need us to exist within that structure. But I at think any time we try to, at any time we try to move outside that structure is when that hammer comes down. And it warns right. the rest of it warns the rest of us to stay within that boundary. And that's that the fear with. that they've instilled in us by from the time that we landed on these shores. But I think eventually the system and not even eventually, the system is beginning to tip its hand and move too far. And that's what I'm saying. When I can look me, average Joe citizen and see that these police officers are coddling a murder, a mass murderer mm -mm, it's telling me something different. Tell me how that's different from any other situation that we've experienced in this country where the police have coddled those that have murdered us. They're just doing business as usual. Because business as usual, but the messaging has been supposedly different, right? So the, the, the Democrats have been suggesting that we're for you, we're for the people, we're for progressiveness. But here in New York That's City, point. we, we they have support a, the structure. They support the structure, absolutely. not us. And we have a mayor who supposedly is supposed to be progressive, but as our friend uh, Hawk Newsom has said, is a white man, is a white supremacist in brown skin. Okay. And he is also perpetuating the same system that we see degradating black people. I'm saying this to say that I think at some point, everything, power corrupts power, begets power, right? Right now, we are witnessing this power corrupting itself where it is no longer willing to accept the guardrails because it is very visible what's happening. I'm going to agree with you on that. There's, it's, we're imploding. It's, it's turning into a black hole, sucking itself into itself. Because the, the perfect example is that what we just dealt with for four years as far as Trump's concerned. Like Trump took, he literally took the training wheels off and these nuts are running wild. Like, and not that they weren't there before. He just kind of, it, 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 he did something different. I can't say what it was. He, he dominated the situation. It came just, into your living room every exactly. day. It's the not that is, it's not that these people didn't exist or weren't doing the shit that they were doing. It brought it into your living room every day. And he because and he, he dominated he gave, the media. He also gave them life. He he gave them he made them feel yeah. untouchable. They, they, he energy, gave them something to rally around. And that energy has continued. And then we have a situation like we have in Buffalo. Not directly, but indirectly, right? You had, they all rally around the same January six. They, uh, you know, all the same five or six sound bites. They all rally around the same shit. That's that and that that spewed on Fox News by what's that fuck, fucker Carlson? Yeah, he, he spits that bullshit, and they all they all sit around in a circle jerk, and one of these nuts decides to pick up an AR and kill people, right? Because even the same even shit that now, keeps happening. 
Even now, he's suggesting that it's not about the people that were killed. It's about people trying to take your voice away. So, so it's no that. longer about see. I mean, we already know this. It's not about seeing what you see. It's about seeing what I tell you to see. This is why I'm saying that the system is in control. The but, system but is doing I, what the system is doing what the system is system is imploding on itself. And the problem you, with like trying that, but I, nothing is that no the goal it has not moved is what I'm saying. No matter the gains that we think that we have gotten, it has not moved. What gains? We're still I, in the same. We're still in the same position of vulnerability that we've always been in this country. And this this weekend was proof positive because all we had to do was be black and in a supermarket, and we would have been dead. The system has not changed. That they're using that fear to push us backward. The fear and for I, our lives, I think, or our livelihoods, or where we live, or our homes. All of those things are threats because we don't control the system. Right. And I think the system, and we're talking about white supremacy here, is going to self-implode on itself. We, we're going to have to take it completely apart. But I let's think it's not going rely to on Democrats to help us with that. That's all I'm saying. You said we're not going to be able to defend, uh, depend on Democrats. No, I said we're not going to be able to depend on no, yeah, Democrats. I agree. I absolutely agree. Because when Chuck Schumer comes out and makes this speech that is celebrated, it means nothing. It means absolutely nothing. It's all fucking bullshit. Smoking marriage. Yeah. Leave your kente cloth scarves at home. We're not interested. You don't have to take a fucking knee. Don't take a fucking knee. I don't want your thoughts and prayers. You can eat a dick sideways. When Black Panther 2 comes out, don't do the Wakanda salute. Don't do it. Right. Because, like you said, the, the if you're not if you're not about protecting black lives, don't do the what kind of salute. Shut up! Don't 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 even say anything. Yeah. Say it again, Al. Say it again. You're not. They're not into. They're again, not Al, protecting us now. No, but I'm just saying, like, don't like now. We've clearly moved beyond. Mm-hmm. The Rubicon. Like, don't say anything if you're not about protecting black lives. Mm-hmm. Don't even Absolutely. ask me for my vote. Don't even if you are not literally ready to protect black lives. I don't want your condolences. Don't, don't say nothing. The That's only thing that you can things. do is enact laws that absolutely positively protect black lives. Mm hmm. Why are they not going after these white supremacists the way they went after drug dealers? They're in the a 90s? Part, that's what I'm saying. They're a part Why? of the system and the system is exposing itself. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. They, they, I agree with you. It's like, it's like I agree this. with you. I just don't I just don't agree with the lengths that you're saying. I don't I, think I'm, this this structure that we live under has the, the purpose or the intent to annihilate black and brown people. I think no, what, what they I, aim to do is control black and brown people. Okay. But I, here, but I here, because I they think need that, black, I think both they right. need I black think and brown people. That's what I'm saying. I'm not disagreeing with that. What yeah. I'm saying that's is all I'm that, saying. What I'm saying is that if you let the, uh, what do they usually say? The uh, inmates run the asylum? Yes. They will I, destroy the asylum. I, I, and I, that's I, what I, we're yeah. looking at. I want to say this before we move on. The asylum, the asylum is 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 bigger than is bigger than Trump. Yeah, it's bigger than Trump. 
It's not Trump. What what I what it's I was what I was gonna say here is that over the years we've progressed, right? Ronald Reagan, we all know, if you live in a black neighborhood, we all know Ronald Reagan was a fucking piece of shit. But they celebrate this guy like he he reinvented the wheel. He did more damage than 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 so many other motherfuckers, but they they celebrate him, right? But the 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 part of the Republican Party that's always been there has always been the drunk, toothless uncle in the Republican Party. Trump, all mm-hmm. Trump did was open a, open the door and said, "Hey, you guys can come in now too," because you know why the they love Reagan would, the cheese because he made the rich fucking richer. I thought it was the cheese, but that could the be cheese. It. cheese. Reagan cheese. What? Come on, don't tell me you never had a grilled cheese with Reagan cheese. <laughs> you have no idea what you're talking about right now. It's about the welfare block of cheese. The big blocks they used to That's sell. That's the worst cheese. Sell. Sell. What are you talking about? You never made it with a you never made a grilled cheese. I did make a grilled cheese, and it was the worst cheese. First off, you were in danger of cutting your freaking fingers off trying to cut through that block. You needed a lightsaber. Yeah. <laughs> you had to open one. Y'all didn't have lightsabers? No. Oh, not in downtown Brooklyn. Not in the projects. No, sir. Yeah, the, yeah, the bus shots. The, the <laughs> Who wants an extra slice? Pop, pop. <laughs> oh, man. Lord have mercy. Well, we didn't, we didn't start cutting mother. it from the end because we are we, we had gotten the cheese from another relative. Who had, if, if you cut oh. it through the middle, you you win that like uh, uh. you first you you're breaking the, the knife. You are breaking yeah, the knife. You can't have no cheap knife. Or bending the knife. Son, you need one of them good we knives. Did. To cut that shit. You need a slicer actually to cut that shit. Probably. Really? I think we oh, did have one. You probably did. Get a cheese mm-hmm. Cheese sandwich for everybody. Bougie. Bougie 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 <laughs> <laughs> oh man. <laughs> man. Um that was a lot. My hope is that they accidentally put him in general population and um he gets torn to pieces. Uh, that's I, I, I don't I don't I don't I, I don't agree with I don't want to see him get the death penalty by the state because I, I I don't agree with uh, state sanctioned murder because we fall victim to that more often than anyone else in this country. But street justice, you know, that's just as good. I was thinking like six starving razor tooth pit bulls mm-hmm. and they tear at him first and before he dies like he's in pain he's he's writhing in pain that's when you just drop him in like hot salt water and just let him suffer hmm. and then put him feed him back to the pit bulls at the end like he he deserves like i honestly you know what he you know what he deserves the 10 victims all their families get together and get some real big stones and stone that motherfucker like they don't know biblical times or like they did it they did do over there overseas, or so they say they do. I could get with that. Let's yeah, Republicans, let's get on this. Republicans, let's stone this. Public stoning, public stoning. Even little, even the little kids that. will have a have a stone and make make it public and publicized and and broadcast. They can put that people. shit on pay per view, a hundred dollars, and all them proceeds go, go to, to the, the families. families. Yes, I can yeah. get with How that. How about that? Put that shit on Discord. Yeah, yeah. Put that shit on Twitch. How about we pay hey, Republicans? <laughs> I, I don't know how this is this this is a winner, Republicans. This is law and order. This is biblical. This is law and order, just the way you want. I could definitely get behind that. And and if and if you make a bigger donation, they'll even give you a sling so you can 
you can fucking David and Goliath that nigga with the rock. Hi, just smacking with the sling and the rock. You know what would yeah. be really dope if you could buy a rock at like twenty five dollars a piece. Yes, and and then pick the strongest person to throw the rock at him. And no, you, you no, everybody gets to throw a rock. You you buy a rock, <laughs> you get to show up at the stoning. And you get to throw your rocks. Y'all Is that L? This nigga L bought 10 rocks. Yeah. <laughs> Easy. Easy. Oh, 25 a rock? $250. <laughs> you, as long man. as the government doesn't get a single dime of that. No, every every every, every penny has to go to the families. Yes. Distributed evenly. And it's tax-free. Yo, you know how many people sign up for that? Oh, my. And I don't care if it's, he dies after just, the last stoning. We just need to keep throwing rocks till his body is just his wine. Yeah, he turns to wine. Yeah, we too. He turns to wine. <laughs> I, 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 yeah, I like the idea until they try to flip it around. Oh my god! Oh my god! Hey, that's, if that's, if you do a heinous crime and you're proven. It's proven that you did a heinous no, crime. No, not even a heinous crime. You have to kill black people in order to get this treatment. Oh, okay. <laughs> Let's make it exclusive. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. That's cool. Exclusive. Yeah. Hold up, hold up. It's like it's you remember. Like they open up the, hold up. It's like they open up a box. <laughs> they pull out a key and they open a box, and inside that box is the instructions of the stoning and shit. Exactly. <laughs> oh, you gonna get stoned? Yeah, I, I, I want this action. I want. This yeah, action. that's pretty good. I like that. I think that if you commit such a heinous crime like this and you kill against black people, people against black against people black. Yeah. and you yep. and you commit a heinous crime like this for shits and giggles because they're black or they're brown you should be stoned that should be this new thing if you and do we should, if you do the crime this is what's going to happen to you you should be stoned we should all be able to pay 25 dollars a rock mm -hmm. and we it doesn't matter how many rocks are sold <laughs> Everybody gets to throw their rock. At so after he's range. <laughs> so no, after I don't want. I don't want point blank range. I want like ten yards a, away. A I, lump of you. I want. Well, rock. I'm just saying for those who who. Well, you know what? You get to choose your distance. How about that? Wow! If you pay, yes. The you closer get, you, you are, the more you got to pay. <laughs> you okay. get to choose your shit. A hundred dollars a yard, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that family's gonna have so much money after I'm done with them. <laughs> <laughs> like that's that's the new GoFundMe. That's the new GoFundMe. The new GoFundMe. Son, I'm trying to get a four blank race. Son, who got ten thousand? Yes. <laughs> and you Yo, know, I, I want CC Sebastian or Sebastian oh, throwing. Yes. Yes. Give me yeah, 1986 Dwight Gooden. Dwight mm. Gooden coming out of out of retirement. Yes. Yeah, that's what Dwight I want. I, I want MLB. Uh, Pitchers. Mariano yeah. Rivera, baby, would yes. be the closer. Yes. Because <laughs> he's throwing them rocks at That's, 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 <laughs> that's a goal for me. Yeah, we have some sick yeah, people. Definitely sick. Yes, for sure. I like it. Come on, Chuck, Chuck Sumer, get on it. Yeah. Make <laughs> it happen. Chuck Sumer. Hey, what's up? This is Alaric of Dakota 40. <laughs> yeah. You reached the right number at the wrong time. Leave your information and I get right back to you. You know what I'm saying? All right. Peace. I guess uh, give us uh, your last thoughts and uh, tell us what you learned today. What I learned and what I'd love to see is some stones. And I want this motherfucker to suffer. Mm.
I want, and it's in, it's in, it's almost impossible to make him suffer as much as those people suffered mm-hmm. and their family suffered. Unfortunately, like we, the, the motherfucker can't die 10 times. Right. Right. You know, we can bring him, we can bring him close to death with some stones, let him heal a little bit, bust him in the head again, but he can't, he'll never feel the pain that those 10 people felt and their families felt. And that's unfortunate. And I think if there's a hell, that's where he needs to spend eternity feeling. Mm. And that's what I've learned today. I'm not concerned with if he goes to hell. I literally want him to um, suffer. Be the devil's cuck. (laughs) Yeah, I I really, and matter of fact, as you were talking, I was thinking, not just throw the stones. I want them placed in some type of, uh, what do you call a thing, a sling? (laughs) <laughs> where you, where you, you, you're throwing this. You not even throwing, yeah, yeah, I told you. I told you earlier the David and Goliath sling. The fucking yeah, no, no, I don't. But I, I wanted something where the rock remains in this sling, and you're just wrap. You're just swinging it around, and it's getting velocity, and you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're just wow. That's what I want. Otherwise, oh. we could sew his asshole clothes and start feeding him. Cut <laughs> his kneecaps off and make him mm-hmm. kneel in the kneel in some staircase piss. Yeah, yeah, he fucking. I, I just there's there's a special place I I think in the in the bottom of a penitentiary for this person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm sort of torn on what the punishment should be because I feel like death might be too much of an easy out for him. Like, I need him to continue to suffer. Yeah, um, we need torture on the fucking prolonged. And, and, any, and any, yeah, I don't, and then you gotta be tortured, like, every day you pull out a fingernail or anything like that, but... No, we do. We do. That's it, man. Something, it's, something, it's, something it's not that, gonna stop the next shooting, yeah. but I'm not worried about the next shooting at this point. We'll deal with the emotional impact of that when we, when it happens. I just want these dudes to suffer. Yeah. Yeah. I am worried about the next shooting. This I mean, scary. I am, but I'm just saying we, yeah. it, this, we, this, we know I, what's I gotta going to happen again. And it's just... I, this, I got to be honest, this this scared me. And I think the one of the one of the other shootings that happened this weekend was um, a shooting at a, at a church in yeah, California, California. Orange yeah. County, California was a Chinese immigrant who was shooting at Taiwanese people. I don't, I don't, I don't know the beef there, but when I heard, I didn't even, I didn't even hear what, what happened, but I heard there was another shooting at a church and that scared me because I thought that these motherfuckers activated. Mm. I thought it was a bunch of these different active shooters now going out and attacking black. That's what I, I didn't even know. I heard church and I, I I thought it was going down. Yeah, I thought it was going down. Yeah. I can't front. And I, now my immediate thought was that too. Yeah, yeah, my immediate thought was that as well. Uh, so, so the thing I learned is, um, I think black people should uh, get yourself armed, get armed, and get ready. That's Learn all. How I'm to saying. use a weapon, treat it with respect, and protect your family. It ain't about going out there busting guns in the street. No, it's about a motherfucker coming your house. There's something for them, you know, and. I was just surprised he even got this gun. Like I, the, the the type of gun that he bought is, from my understanding, I thought it was it was it was extremely difficult to get in New York, and I and he he was able to get it. Well, apparently, long guns are not as hard to get. I looked it up. But wasn't it in New York, York City? City? He lives in, in Binghamton. In New York, 
Yeah. In Binghamton, New York. So the, they, they might be a little lax up there where he bought that gun. Because the guy said In that, New York City, you have to get permitted. Yeah. But where he's at... And he, you have to get a license for handgun. But in Binghamton, it's for, not like for, that. For his city, it may, it may be lighter. Because I, I know New York has one of the is one of the hardest states to get a gun like that. But now that I think about it, you can get a gun like that, but it's kind of difficult how he got it so quickly because you can't get a gun until you're 18 years old. So, like, did this nigga get it on his birthday? Like, that's he he was able to get that shit. I don't listen. I don't know. This is what I'm saying. It's a little fishy to me. I, 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 I think we need to come to the realization that there is a cooperative effort to enable people like this yes i hope it's not that way but it's certainly it's certainly terrorists always have conspirators like it's 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 crazy terrorists always have enablers handlers and conspirators right they never i'm not even saying the dude that because i I read the quote that the dude was upset that he had sold this gun to this kid Mm -hmm. but i'm just saying you can unwittingly be a co-conspirator to something based on your unwillingness to accept the evil that might be present for other people. Mm-hmm. Man, I hate to I hate to end this this episode on you know such a really heavy topic, but um, it's an important topic. Yeah, man. And we, um, we appreciate you checking in with us. This is decoding forty, and uh, we're out. Peace. 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 Be safe. Be safe out there. Thank you for listening to Decoding 40. Tune in this and every Friday via your favorite platform for a new episode of Decoding 40. Go to www.decoding40.com. Make sure you sign up so you can keep following us. But don't keep it to yourself. Spread the word. Thank you for listening to Decoding 40, goddammit.